From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Friday, December 11th. I'm Sarah Reith. A narrow section of land long claimed by the historic cemetery in Redwood Valley is under dispute, with a neighboring property owner saying the land is his and he wants it back. Now the district wants to find the descendants of people it believes are buried in unmarked graves in the 15-by-100-foot strip. The cemetery has been part of the Russian River Cemetery District since 1952, when the Grange and the Church sent petitions from citizens to have the district take it over. Marianne Hughes was the first person to be buried there in 1861. The last of the 52 known burials was that of Henry Frank Sr. in 1936. The grave of Samuel Hingston, buried in 1920, is in the area which is now part of a dispute that started with some oak trees. Michael Petcher is a real estate attorney and judicial officer from Orinda who said he fell in love with the vineyard and its idyllic landscape when he bought it in 2013. There's a fence along the now-disputed boundary between the vineyard and the cemetery, and Petra says that five oak trees were dropping branches into the vineyard. He says he was investigating how to go about having them pruned when a neighbor who had offered to help cut them all down. Petra was criminally charged and arrested. He settled with the district for $83,000, and the charges were dropped. Then, a few months later, he says he was having some problems with deer in the vineyard and decided to build a deer fence, so he got a survey done. It showed that the fence that the cemetery district had put up in 1952 when they acquired the cemetery is askew with respect to their property lines. All four sides are wrong. And it showed that the trees actually were part of the vineyard and that the fence um, extends into the vineyard by quite a bit. Well, this created a big headache for me because, number one, um, the case had been settled on false pretenses, and number two, I now had a cloud on title. It makes it impossible to refinance or to transfer an interest in the vineyard because there's a cloud on the title. I would have to disclose my knowledge that there is this encroachment. Petcher also says the cemetery was not properly established when the district took it over in 1952. But Mark Velasquez, representing the district, says the important thing is how the land has been used. We have done a survey. The um, surveyor said this is one of the most difficult things to determine because they had to go back to deed descriptions from the 1800s, literally from the beginning of when this area was being settled. So it is possible that some of the land originally was on a pre a predecessor of that land that Mr. Petcher now now owns. However, since then, that property, especially that, and this is the important part, is that 15 pieces, 15 foot strip of land, 100 feet long approximately, that Mr. Petcher is saying is his. That has been used as a cemetery since you know, before 1920. The original lawsuit over the matter was dismissed, but in a document filed with the Court of Appeals last year, Petra asks to resolve ownership of the area, for the district to remove any graves within his property, and to rescind the settlement agreement, since he claims the felled trees were his to begin with. The problem is that the old records are sparse, though the handwriting is beautiful. And in 2017, fire tore through the graveyard and the vineyard, burning up buildings and vines and old wooden markers. 
I took a tour of the cemetery earlier this week with Dana Cornegay, the office manager for the cemetery district. Half a dozen trees had to be cut down after the fire, and some of the others are badly scorched, including the hollowed-out stump of one of the trees that Petra's neighbor allegedly cut down. So do you know if anyone else besides Mr. Hingston is buried in the disputed strip? We believe there. We believe so. So how many descendants of people who are buried here do you know of that are still around in the area? I've received a few messages over the last few weeks. I got one this morning from a lady we know that says they have family here. So we're asking anybody and everybody, even if you're talk to your grandparents or great-grandparents and if they've ever talked about the Red Valley Cemetery, they may be here. We might not have records for them being here. So what would it take to find out if somebody's buried in this strip of land? I don't think it's possible. But if we had to, we could not disinter those families respectfully and move them. We just don't know where they are. A few yards to the northwest of Hinkston's grave is a stake that looks like a survey marker with pink tape fluttering in the breeze. But Petra disputes the existence of any unmarked graves in the section where Hinkston appears to be buried alone. And the Facebook stir has taken a predictable turn. In three years, they haven't found a single unmarked grave in the area that we're talking about. But what follows, and this is a Facebook page, are threats, insults, allegations against me, pictures of me. I am receiving phone calls, threatening phone calls. There are threats to damage the the vineyard. But what about Samuel Hingston, whose simple headstone is on the same side of that survey marker as those tree stumps? There is one grave on where the headstone is on the boundary line. And we've told the cemetery district that we'll adjust the boundary line to incorporate that grave in the cemetery. It's as simple as that. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.